0: Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one parent talking minute at a time. I'm
1: Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Amandos in the news. And
0: uh, joining us, our are, are next in uh, line of returning champions, the returning champion, <laughs> Pete <laughs> the Retailer from Star Wars Minute. Welcome back.
2: Thanks. Well, it's fun to be back.
0: Um, all right. Well, today we are... Uh, Going back to minute thirty one, which begins with Grandma Lorraine uh, mentioning that uh, it ended in an automobile accident and um, Mm -hmm. ends with the taxi cab, Biff's taxi cab pulling away. So, uh, okay. so the first thing I want to talk about is the, the Norman Bates creeper shot that they put Jennifer in. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> um, there's no way that that's not that they didn't have that shot from Psycho thrown up to exactly mimic right because that's that shot. I mean, that's the exact shot when he's like looking through the peeping hole or whatever.
2: Right. Yeah. Huh.
0: Kind of lit the same way and everything. Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> funny that, I
2: didn't even put that together, but that's. It yeah. kind of makes it more sinister in a weird way. <laughs> it does. You could do a recut of this, where you know, where she's, uh, you know, stalking them. Yeah. Turn it into like it's a. It's one of the uh, many
1: questions that I want to ask uh, the director of photography. Uh, right. It, it, the 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 Cuds the Cudman. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Cundy. Dean Cundy. Um,
0: uh, yeah, it's it's a weird it's a. It's just it's a really weird moment, like, you know, looking at when you break these movies down. I mean, a lot of this, especially this future stuff, it flies by so fast that you don't take in a lot of the details. Um, And and that's one that just totally went over my head. But that's I mean, that's that exact shot. It's it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Another really
1: weird detail that I want to talk about is the um, the Statue of Liberty Lamp.
2: Huh. Yeah. I didn't even see that. So I'm I'm like going into this I'm like so looking forward to the I'm, like let's get to the future stuff. Let's get to the weird future family stuff that I'm missing out on a lot of the the minor details. It's yeah. so it's so kitschy. It's so like it's like the parents from Beetlejuice would have this. Yeah, it's it there's a lot of Oh wow, yeah, that's awesome. It's just the torch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like the, the old torch too. So it's like that glass kind of framed glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, straight uh-huh. out of
0: uh, Ghostbusters too.
2: Yeah, I want that now.
1: <laughs>
0: it's pretty. It's pretty I great. Uh, they they have a lot of really weird stuff around their house like that. Their house is very cluttered, mm-hmm. um, almost as if Marty is, doesn't want to throw
1: anything away. You know. Well, um, yeah. Because, okay. So there's a varsity, have, there's a Letterman jacket in the closet with Jennifer. And I wonder if that isn't any of the children's, but if it's like Marty's would Marty have a letterman uh
0: no, I think it's Marlene's <laughs> yeah Mar- Marlene Marlene seems like she's probably a cheerleader or something or
1: like track or tra- mm. yeah something like or that. Or volleyball
2: I mean I think if it was one of theirs it might look more futuristic right or do or is varsity jacket just kind of like a, a timeless style no matter what you know
1: i like I, I mean, think they look cooler I think they I think letterman jackets peak in the way that they looked in Greece right? I I remember thinking like that looks really cool and then I got mine and it was like
2: puffy and stupid (laughs) (laughs) although looking at it here Hmm. it might be hers somehow because I'm looking I'm scrubbing through it and there's a name uh, embroidered on it that looks Mm -hmm. like it starts with either a J or a G it's that kind of loopy script so it's hard to say oh yeah you're right so I think I'm, you're right. I'm thinking it's either, you know, it's either hers or Jordan. Yeah, I guess it does. I guess the, the collar kind of has like a
1: swoop that yeah. looks kind of like it would be designed like for like feminine wear, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, Black that's kind
0: of definitely thing. that's a J and then an E and then I think you just see like the bit of an N. Right. Yeah, I think that's I think that's Jennifer. I think that's hers. Yeah. Hmm. I um I uh I uh, I, but I like that they have these things mm-hmm. because we're setting up a world in which Marty has ruined his life <laughs> yeah. and doesn't have anything to look forward to. So all he can do is look back. Yeah. So yeah, much, he doesn't want to throw anything away because all of these things have
1: memories to him. That he's, he's become the back with. to the future fandom.
2: <laughs> yeah. It was an important right. part
1: of his life, his childhood right now everybody's played by girls <laughs> and and
0: the statue of liberty arm right <laughs> <It's>, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah no. things were better
0: uh, than I, we I, I really i i you know god god I, look we 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 love back to the future uh and we really do but we we have been pointing out how clunky this script can be mm-hmm. um at times, and having Jennifer, I mean, God, God bless Elizabeth Shue for pulling it off as much as she does, but having Jennifer repeat out loud the phrase, automobile accident. Yeah, it's very,
2: like, <laughs> that's what you'd take away from that? Stunning, like, oh, I'm automobile, like, that's the key to everything, but...
0: Uh, yeah, well, and it, and it is a little bit, but, like, who says automobile accident? You say car accident. Yeah. Like what a weird! Did they? Did Bob Gale? Because Bob Gale wrote this one solo. Um, So did Bob Gale think that automobile just sounded more futuristic? Well, isn't that what Lorraine says? Doesn't Lorraine call it an automobile? No, no, I know, and that's that's half of what I'm referring to. It's like why would Lorraine call it an automobile? Well, why wouldn't she just call it a car?
1: I bet someone, I bet someone from Lorraine's era would call it an automobile, and then maybe Jennifer's just like repeating it. As if, you know, because, like, Marty does that sometimes, where he's like, Watts you know? Yeah.
2: Right. Hmm. Yeah,
1: I guess that's true. I feel like I remember Lorraine specifically saying the word car in mm-hmm. Back to the Future, though.
0: Sure. In oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah park. Did you ever park in your automobile, Marty? Right. <laughs> yeah. <College? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um, you ever park with boys or... Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I don't, I, I don't know. Right. Automobile is a
1: weird choice of word. I feel like for yeah. that. Speaking yeah, of yeah. automobiles,
0: yeah, um, we then get uh, the this recurring theme of the of the Delorean landing into into a, a park, and it's it's like ten seconds long every time. Right. I they feel really like want they could have drastically the lowered the budget. They could have drastically lowered the budget if they just did this once. I don't know why they do it every. single
1: You know, time. take a page out of Doctor Who's book and just let us hear it land. Yeah. Mm.
2: Well, they oh, do an interesting thing. There's like two shots here that it's there's a really quick cut. Mm-hmm. That's it's mm-hmm. it's really subtle, but it's like a jump forward. So they have one. You know, kind of yeah. composited shot of the the miniature, I guess, just kind of moving around, and then the yeah. quick quick cut to it actually landing where it's like you don't see the back so it's on a lift or something
0: yeah and that that was a very similar move that they did when when they landed in the alley yeah Mm -hmm. um it's a very similar uh uh editing trick um i just don't know i just don't know why we need to take 10 seconds to do this every
2: time it just kills the momentum yeah really it does you could just cut straight to the second part of it. Like, you don't need the yeah. model shot. You can just cut to, okay, yeah, yeah. When the car is landing, we we know that it was just flying here.
1: Right. Imagine how
2: much exactly. power the Batmobile would
1: lose if you had to watch Batman park it, like, every time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, there's something about... Batman as
0: a character doing Anything. just like everyday, like you know, meandering chores that right. makes me laugh. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I see your point.
1: Batman sure. awkwardly, it's like trying to throw his tray away, but not his
2: tray at like a Wendy's <laughs> really, just Batman at a Wendy's to begin with. It's pretty that'd be pretty
0: fun. Hello, <laughs> would you order the chocolate frosty or the vanilla frosty? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so Marty is really excited to live in Hilldale, Hildale. yeah, Yeah. and, and, and Hilldale, I mean, the reason for that is because Hilldale is kind of an upscale, uh, uh, upscale, like new housing development in 1985, and looking at the designs of the houses, taking the futuristic elements out of the designs, I... That I'm actually like impressed by the designs of the houses because I know housing complexes that look like that where where mm-hmm. the cookie cutter complex
1: you know right yeah um, kind of yeah McMansiony
0: yeah yeah and that's that's totally what this is and you know Marty lives in a similar neighborhood in 1985 that was built in the 50s to be in nice. in the 50s. Um, but, you know, back then, like, the houses didn't all look the same. They would be – they were just like, here's a development, and then there's going to be several different kinds, like about a dozen different styles, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah. There's really – I think there's a lot about – I think quietly across – you know, I mean, you know, I, I mean, unless I'm remembering incorrectly less so in part three, but the Bobs are kind of quietly saying some very interesting things about, like, the myth of the American, like, suburban dream in this trilogy.
2: yeah. Yeah, well, I, I mean it's the I refresh my memory this was 89? Yeah, 89. I, I, yeah,
0: Th- Thanksgiving yeah. 89.
2: So they're they're, you know, that compare kind of, you know, how we felt as a as a country, I guess from sure. 19, you know, let's say the first one was being filmed in 84, this one's being filmed in 88. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, Was that 84? 80, was yeah, it it was, 84, Was it, it released in 84 or released in 85?
0: It filmed 80 80- Late 84 to very early 85, I believe. Because they had to to turn it around really quickly. Right. Um, And then this was filmed, I think, almost entirely in 89. Because it didn't come out until Thanksgiving of 89. Right. And just in general, movies had faster turnarounds um, for uh, uh, post-production than, you know, they do now. Because there's not as many special effects. Uh,
2: But yeah, I mean, you know, I, I feel like that that feels to me like a different era, you know, they're getting, you know, they're, you know, go from, you know, <laughs> born in the USA to, you know, they're basically like a, a couple months, you know, 18 months or something before, you know, Nirvana in yeah, terms right. of, you know, the, the mood of the country. Right. And, uh, and so that, you know, not only I I'm sure it is, you know, intentional on their part, but it's, it might not even just be them. It just might be like they're <laughs> going with the mood of the time.
1: Yeah, you can mm-hmm. almost kind of uh, there was I don't, uh, there was a uh, a reference we were reading we we're reading like the drafts of Back to the Future Part Two that that this one eventually became, and there was a part we we talked about a couple weeks ago where um, Marty stumbles upon like a hologram Huey Lewis in the news concert, mm-hmm. and it's just filled with like you know people who are in like their like forties or fifties or even sixties <laughs> now, and. Like you're already, yeah, you can already start to see in this movie Marty kind of losing his edge, so to speak. You know, like he's already mm-hmm. kind of becoming antiquated. He's not like the cool teenager anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. I found the phrase "bitching" bit bitching to be <laughs> yeah. to be interesting because I I'm wondering if that was was that a phrase commonly used in 1985.
2: Um.
1: I, I, I can't answer this. I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't human.
2: <laughs> I think more so in California, probably. Okay. Um. Like
0: I, kind of like surf culture or whatever.
2: Yeah, or like the cool, you know, kind of like Valley Girl kind of, uh, but post Valley Girl kind of. Right. Marty McFly, total Valley Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like totally. He, he
0: lives in both a hill and a valley. Mm-hmm. And, um So
1: <laughs> 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 it's a paradox.
0: It's a paradox. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, it, 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 it's interesting what they do, like what, what that tone shift, uh, how it affects these sequels, especially mm-hmm. specifically this one. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, cause yeah, I, I mean, I definitely think that there's a, a large shift in, uh, uh, outlook, I guess. um, this is very much a darker movie <laughs> <laughs>
1: in ways um, yet to fully understand.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so doc doc running away with, with, uh, with I is the best. Um, oh, it's just awesome. like he's, he's just
1: so ready. Yeah. Okay. Just
0: running down the street with I uh, which is really great and a weird detail like that. He's bringing I with him, uh, <laughs> that there's actually a reason for it in one of the drafts, which I'll we'll get to uh, in a second. Interesting. But um, then we get the uh, we get the taxi landing and uh, the taxi looks a lot like the taxi from the fifth element.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's definitely it's got that kind of Mobius uh, heavy metal vibe. Oh, yeah. A lot that's, of stuff in this movie does. That's true,
1: of course, so. yeah. or better, mm-hmm. depending on your. <laughs> um
0: what's interesting is that the taxi that they use that's not a taxi they built from scratch that's actually uh uh a citro Citroen. what, what how do you oh, pronounce yeah. an e with the umlauts on it on uh it? i think i you use the Citroen. citrone uh, yeah. yeah so it's a C- citrone ds hmm. uh which which was actually created in 1955 and remained a taxi until 1975. Um, so it's it looks like it's some sort of like retro taxi, kind of in the same way that the Cafe Eighties is like a retro diner, uh, which I like as a detail, just because one the the taxi still looks futuristic, but it also makes sense because Biff, being elderly, would choose this taxi because it's like you know a little more familiar.
1: Right, <laughs> I guess. And that looks like a taxi, right Yeah, yeah. That looks like, right.
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: Um, um, could, could we also, uh, I don't know, it continues, I guess, later into uh, uh, more minutes, more minutes um, that we were on the street, but the, um, the, the lighted curb situation? Yeah. I, I was trying to kind of sort out why some are yellow. I mean, some are red, some are blue. Mm-hmm. I was trying to see if there was a pattern or, or, or if it meant something. But A, I, lo- I, I love the lighted curb. <laughs> yeah, the and, lighted uh, curb is great. Uh, uh, but then, I, I don't know. I was, I was trying to figure out funny, what, what that could mean.
0: Well, what's, what what I'm thinking it is, is that the lighted curb is meant for flying cars. So it's like the lights on a runway.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know? That makes sense. Um,
0: and I also think that the red... Uh, the red lights are meant to signify no parking zones. And then the blue lights are parking zones. Okay. I think, or it could also mean something like, um, I mean, well, I guess, I guess that's not, I guess that's not a th- thing. I don't know. I was thinking maybe, <laughs> maybe it had something to do with like a signifier for like, if it's your parking space or something, maybe, maybe like the red space, for, like don't park here. Someone else has mm-hmm. this. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. They're not it's like reserved. Yeah, like a reserve space or something, um, but I, uh, I, I yeah, I really like the the set designers and and everything on this on this movie. Really, you could tell they were having so much fun with this 2015 stuff. Yeah, um, I just read today that the rule that they kept on like for all the set decorators the rule that they kept was called the eighty-five-fifteen rule which was that for every futuristic thing they designed 85 percent of it had to be a recognizable item hmm. and then 15 percent of it could be futuristic and like that, that was how they designed everything
1: um <laughs> Wow. You know what's so funny is um, that I, th- I think that I think that rule can apply a lot to like visual effects in general, you know? Yeah. Like 85% practical, 15% computers. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. That's 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 not a that's not a bad move. I mean, that's I, I feel like you could probably go a little bit more than that. Sure. And then, of uh, course, you could probably special. go like 30, 70 or something like yeah. that and still not feel like it's ridiculous like i feel mm. like force awakens was about a thirty
1: seventy. Mm. and then you have special occasions like the jungle book that are like flipped but they're also like really good movies right mm. right um, in my opinion
0: right
1: <laughs> i
2: really like the drama <laughs> yeah. i've heard good things but i haven't seen it yet
0: oh, okay um so i want to talk about this taxi driver sure because what in the world um
2: <laughs> I, there should be a like a blog or something chronicling just to like all the taxi drivers from different movies. Like not you know, minor characters, not like not Travis Bickle or anything like that. Or, sure, or, yeah. But right. like um not somebody who is mainly, you know, a character Yeah, which like JB Smoove and Date Night. Right. Just somebody whose whose lines are just kind of like like all right, that'll be thirty bucks, you know. See yeah. you later.
0: Well, I have good news um All right. because this taxi driver's name is Fred, All right. and his bird's name is Priscilla. Uh, <laughs> nice Jeez. Fred has a pet parrot named Priscilla, and Priscilla corrects him corrects the the amount um and, and like it's just it's really. What a weird choice. Like, why does he have a parrot?
1: <laughs> well, it's just it's a weird choice. Okay, like, you know, you really got to pick your 15, you know? Like, you can't. Okay, so it's basically a cab
2: driver, but what do we, what weird thing do we I know, a, a parrot. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe it, just- it was skewing too futuristic. They're so like, oh, we need to normal it down. We need to organic it a little bit. Let's yeah, put a maybe. parrot in there.
1: But like that 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 can't be uh can't be a designated thing that all cabbies have to have, right? <laughs> Maybe
0: yeah. they're there to check his math.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're given a familiar. You're given like a daemon and like <laughs> you just have, you're you're responsible for it.
0: Yeah. I also love how curved the bill of his hat is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Really I to go back and look at that. I'm a I big really fan like curved bills. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There, there's it's like, a a, cool
0: it's like d- half a cup. Like he could, he could fill that. If he was ever lost in the in the wilderness, he could he could use that to like you know drink out. Scoop up. Yeah, scoop up some water.
1: There's a cool little detail where you can kind of see a, a futuristic um, soda bottle, kind of like at the very bottom of like the dashboard, and I find that very realistic.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The, the the Pepsi Perfect bottle.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. it's like Pepsi. that's totally where people keep empty soda bottles if they're like kind of lazy. Yeah. <laughs> No,
2: totally. Uh, Plus, they, I'm also, uh, they, oh, go they ahead. kind of prognosticate uh, Apple Pay or something here.
1: Kind of, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah,
2: there's. I, I mean, that's know, not unlike how
1: I pay for, yeah, cabbies now. Yeah. yeah or anything true. like
2: you know a coffee. Yeah. yeah. Just to uh, you know put your thumb on it and tap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Interesting.
1: He also kind of looks like Lin Manuel Miranda.
2: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I just got to see Hamilton the other day. So Oh my gosh. Congratulations. Oh. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I know that's surprising. <laughs>
0: um yeah, so the other the other thing that I wanted to point out. Well, one, I got we gotta talk about his outfit because he's wearing overalls. Mm-hmm. Which I find he's like the lost Mario brother. Like he's the <laughs> yellow one that you never hear about. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Fredo. Like,
2: and know. honestly,
0: actually, now that I'm thinking about it, you know what's funny is he's wor- he looks like the Lost Mario Brother. Um, and he's in this cab, and the cab, like, not only does it look fifth elementy, but it kind of looks like the Mario Brothers movie a little. Yeah, I a was lot gonna say this saying.
1: movie looks Mario Brothers esque. And I I think I think we brought we brought up Super
2: Mario Brothers, the movie, a lot in this
1: podcast.
2: Yeah, he, we have. He looks yeah. like a mashup of the the super mario brothers movie and the dick tracy movie like if you yeah dario it's very yeah um if you if you take you know they're both kind of movies strong movies of that era Mm. and if you just kind of take maybe there's just an aesthetic going through the whole thing they're
1: sort of like the prototypes of like the sin city spirit kind of movies that you see now right
0: yeah hmm it's really it's really strange I mean,
1: Um, although, you know, I don't want to be, I mean, like the Super Mario Brothers movie is at times like very difficult to, to, to look at and watch and process. (laughs) And (laughs) I I don't think Back to the Future quite reaches that level of the kitsch. Yeah,
0: I would be surprised though, if a lot of the same like production design team and prop team that Mm -hmm. worked on this worked on that. Because if I think about like a lot of the props and things in Mario Brothers uh, like, the, like the boots, the jumping boots, that feels mm-hmm.
1: right out of 2015, mm-hmm. Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. You, you can picture Michael J. Fox wearing those.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm tall. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like I, – I, oh, yeah, and I wanted to point out this weird detail because I, I just – so, so okay, so I, I became obsessed with this thing that's behind Fred. Okay. Um, it's this thing that looks like – it's a little like oval – grid like meter thing yeah um and and it's it sort of looks like uh like like a rearview mirror but it's inside the car and it has like this green and red meter grid thing on it yeah so i wanted to know what that was (laughs) so i tried looking it up and i was having trouble but then i found uh i found the model of the cab that he's in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the model of the cab that he's in has, it, it runs on, on uh fusion power as well. However, because it's a cab, it also has two thrusters in the back. And so I think, uh, that allows the car, it drives at 70, up to 70 miles per hour on land, but up to 190 in the air. Hmm. Um, And I think, and so, like, because of the thrusters, and I think that thing back there is the gas gauge for the thrusters, because the thrusters do not run on fusion power, because they are a they are a separate add on entity to the car. Huh. Yeah. All right. Hmm. It's 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 interesting how much this stuff is thought out for the for the. The art direction and everything, and the prop people. It's, uh, oh, it's sure. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of crazy.
2: Well, um, yeah, I'm glad it's, you know, them putting stuff in there for a reason and not just going, like, I don't know, it looks futuristic. Just slap a thing on there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Um, so uh, I, I
0: think that's really cool.
2: Background research looks like. Uh, the overlap between the two movies, mostly in the music department, but there's uh, Sean Hayworth and Nancy Mickleberry were set designers on both Back to the Future 2 and Super Mario Brothers. So.
0: Ah, so there we go.
2: There we go. There's the connection. So there's those two probably. Uh, that's what it's all about. Very interesting. Well, they also, I don't know if they've all worked together on a ton of stuff, but it looks like it.
0: Okay. They're two, like a team. three,
2: Batman Returns.
0: Oh yeah, Batman Returns. I get too. I see it. That's really interesting because <laughs> yeah. I can I can feel those connections even through like the Burton the like the extreme Burtonism of Batman Returns. <laughs> um, I can still, I get, I get the connection. I can I can I, I, yeah definitely. That's interesting. Um, yeah, so uh, I think uh, I, I love the detail of Biff uh, demanding a receipt.
2: Um, yeah. because that's very, he's very old, yeah, it's very yeah. 20th century thing, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really great. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's uh, that's the end of this minute. That's that's all I have as far as like notes for the minute itself. Yeah, me
2: too, I think. Yeah,
0: okay. Um, all right, so uh, as uh, Nick talked about uh, earlier, we have been going over the uh, other drafts of the screenplays uh, as we sort of move through the movie because it's interesting to see the evolution because, you know, you you did this with the, with the, uh, what's her name? The Bracket, Bracket Draft? Yeah, yeah Lee Bracket. Yeah, with the Lee Bracket Draft in Empire. But, you know, with Lee Bracket, it was like she did a, she wrote a movie and then they wrote a different
2: movie. <laughs> yeah, using some of the same <laughs> names and locations, but right completely different.
0: Right. Whereas this is like more of an evolution thing. So it's it's interesting to see where they start and then where we ended up. Um, But uh, so the the first draft is uh, what we call the 1967 draft, because in this draft of the script, um, instead of going to uh, going, returning to 1955, they went to 1967 to stop Beth um, to like huh. get a new decade in, uh, in, in, into everything. Um, so that's, that's the, that was the first version of, of, uh, back to the future too. And, uh, where we last left off in the script, um, last left off with, uh, uh, Marty falling, plummeting, um, from like 300 feet in the air, uh, after being accidentally carried up into the, into the skyway uh, oh, right. and falling and then getting, getting, uh, falling directly into the DeLorean, uh, or I'm sorry, into Doc's 2015 flying van. Um, <laughs> cause he had a flying van in, in 2015 and it catches him through the side, through the open side door. And then he, he says, uh, uh, Oh, Doc, thank God. And Doc said, not God, I need, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Um, So, so we're in the van now. And uh, what's interesting about this scene is that, so, so it's basically just doc scolding Marty for, cause he told him at the beginning when they first arrived in 2015 to stay where he is. And Marty didn't listen. Him and Jennifer just went exploring Mm -hmm. and he, he said, he, he, so he's 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 scolding him for not staying there." And he says, "I said, wait right here. Uh, did did I not make myself understood? Is it me? Is it you? A, ph- a physiological problem with your auditory nerves, which sounds like, I mean, not not to make a joke, but sounds like, uh, it's sort of like a reiteration of there's that word again. Is there something wrong with the Earth's gravitational pull? Mm-hmm. Right." I feel like it's a it's a similar joke, so It om- it almost feels like a callback, sort of. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. Then there's this moment where he's like, Romani says, "No, I heard you. I just thought you were being overly cautious because it's the future, so it's not like I'm risking screwing up the time space continuum." And Doc corrects him and says, "Space time continuum." <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but is are are though do those have to be? In that
1: order? Space time sounds way better. I mean it does.
2: Right. Well I, but, I guess, is it in order of space first and then time? Yeah, I is that time the, is that first, the dimensions? Right? Time happy to come first. Is well, space
0: I mean. the third dimension and time the fourth dimension?
2: Yeah, space is one, two, and three, so it goes first, and then time is the fourth, so it goes next.
0: Yeah, okay. All right. And what That's about right.
2: the fifth dimension? That um, lies. We don't they talk are. about the fifth dimension. All right,
1: the Age of Aquarius. <laughs> um,
0: so, uh, so, so, Doc says basically, like, what if you got picked up by the police? What if they figured out what was going on? Do you realize the consequences of the public learning about time travel? And Marty's like, yeah, I guess if criminals got the DeLorean, things could get pretty hairy. And Doc says, criminals. I'm worried about the federal government. <laughs>
1: In true Bernie Sanders fashion.
0: (laughs) It's, it's, uh, yeah, I was, I was like, Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Doc's, uh, Doc's, uh, Doc's a Libertarian. Yeah. Right. Is that what that makes him? They're
2: not going to come in and take my time
1: machines. Yeah. It's a very very Ron Swanson-y move on Doc's part.
2: (laughs) Although again, Uh, you know, go from, you know the mood in 1984 to the mood in 1989,
1: and yeah, it reminds People me of the really great structure. J. Edgar Hoover joke in Clue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so Biff is following them. Elderly Biff is following them in in a taxi, and he says, uh, "Don't let them know we're tailing them." To the taxi driver, to presumably Fred, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the parrot. <laughs> and 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 uh, and fred says relax i've got him accu locked hmm. that's
1: really scary
0: yeah <laughs> i mean i imagine accu is short for accurate or accuracy
1: maybe it's to prevent you from like bumping into someone maybe
2: hmm
1: accu locked well i mean it, hmm. but, like imagine like a gravitational field that prevents you from like getting farther than so far from like a bumper Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's like interesting. Maintain distance from. Yeah, I it's- mean that—that—that's that, that just me not wanting it to be locking on to anyone you wanted at any time and following them home, right? Because <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah. that would be horrifying. Yes.
2: I mean, I guess it could. We, well, you know, it's 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 not too different than the stuff that we have today. One year later. Um, yeah. Where you know the the, the kind of. Uh, some of the the stuff that's built into the the either not even going as far as the Google you know the self driving cars and all that, but there's you know uh, advertisements now all the time for on TV for cars that have like you know collision detection and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's just to kind of uh, bump that up a little bit. So it's just kind of like yeah, I'm just you know yeah. you can it's like combined cruise control with uh, collision detection and it's some kind of like yeah just. I'm on the highway. I just follow this car. You know, I don't say this a
1: lot, but cars in real life look better than the cars in this futuristic movie. <laughs> you think
0: I, 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 I like the cars in the futuristic movie. I, I think they're, I think they're interesting looking. I mean, I'm not saying that they're pretty, they're not pretty, but, but, yeah. but I, 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 I like, uh, I, I don't know. There's something aesthetically interesting about them
1: that mm-hmm. I. I'm more of a Minority Report kind of guy in terms of cars. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with like the sleek, mm-hmm. kind of like yeah, the sleek thing.
1: But imagine a future where every car on the road is Eddie from Who Framed Roger Rabbit.
2: <laughs> now you're talking.
1: How uh, about them uh, Brooklyn Dodgers?
2: <laughs> you're in, like so, Baltimore.
0: So the other uh, in, in the other script, uh, which is called the Paradox Draft, uh, which uh, for 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 Pete uh, was the second draft of the screenplay, um, and features the entire plot of Back to the Future two and three hmm. in one script.
2: Um, so they go uh, back to the cowboy era.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's 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 twenty fifteen alternate eighty five. Uh, uh, 1955 Revisited, and 1885, all in one two-and-a-half-hour uh-huh. movie. That sounds um, crazy. Yeah, and it was called... Uh, so So the 1967 draft was just called Back to the Future 2, mm-hmm. and then the Paradox draft is called uh, that because it was going to be called Back to the Future colon Paradox.
1: Huh. Not um, Back to the Future colon Paradox. Right. Which is a different movie. (laughs)
0: Um, But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's uh, in, in this draft, um, the only difference, I mean, there's, there's another, there's a, there there is another difference, but there's more of it tomorrow. So I'll save that part. But uh, the only difference, the only detail that's in the paradox draft that isn't in this is that uh, when Doc is running away with Einstein, he gives him a piece. He gives him a piece of Jennifer's clothes and says, "Catch the scent," and then lets him go.
1: <laughs> Catch and the then, scent, man. and then
0: he chases after I need to to find Jennifer. What a
1: horrible way wow. to word that!
2: Like he's freaking, like he's <laughs> Ramsey Bolton. Catch yeah. the
1: scent. Catch the scent.
2: Or it's like a like an ad campaign, <laughs> like yeah, Taste yeah, the Rainbow yeah. or something, you know. Yeah. Catch the, Catch the
1: sand. Man, Einstein, Biggie, gave said a lot to do in this draft. Axe body spray. Catch the Catch scent. scent.
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. The, well, well they give, I, I don't know if they gave uh, Einstein more in the paradox draft or in the, in the 67 draft. Mm. I think it's more in the 67 draft. Cause he like literally saves Marty's He's life. compared to right? God. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, Which is insane. But, um, yeah, all right. Let's I mean that's that's all I got for this minute. Yeah. All right. Well, uh if you want to check out our website, you can go to duelinggenre.com where you can find all of our other podcasts like the Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast, which Pete, we would love to have you on that sometime. Oh yeah? All right. yeah because I 'cause I've heard you reference Doctor Who in the past, and since we watch classic Who, that feels like something that would be Oh, it's all classic stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm, we'll have to, we'll have to, you'll have to let, let us know off mic who your favorite doctor is and we'll try to book you for something.
2: Okay. Um, it's not, it's not that difficult It's four, but.
0: Oh, okay. Fair enough. It's <laughs> a wide
2: berth. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we're
0: so, so yeah. yeah, so, so the doctor's companion, our doctor who podcast, uh, where we are, uh, currently moving through, uh, all of doctor who one doctor at a time. So we just finished the first story of every doctor and now we're going to start doing the second story of every doctor um, and uh, and then move through it like that. That's so die. go check that out. <laughs> um, and then there we do that with uh, Cassandra Fredrickson, who is uh past and future guest of this show. And, and, uh, nice. and then uh, Geek by Night, our original audio drama uh, about uh, nerdy friends who run a comic book store and get superpowers. Um, it's fun. Check it out. Uh and also if you go to duelinggenre.com slash support, you can go to our Patreon page. We are now our first goal is uh is at 250 a month, and we are we are at like 174 or something like that a month. Um so we're almost oh, to damn. our first goal, which is back to the future no roads edition, which is uh our, our back to the future minute no roads edition, which is our our not at all ripping off version of Star Wars Minute Weekend edition. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah. So once we reach that point, we'll start doing a, a weekend edition mm-hmm. of uh, Back to the Future Minute on our Patreon. So it'll you know
1: be a good name for like a spinoff podcast. Is like Star Wars Minute, The Outer Rim.
2: The Ooh. Outer Rim. Oh. Nice. I like that. Then just have. Uh... Focus on uh, the license works and stuff like that? Or, yeah, or, yeah,
1: yeah. Like, kind, of, kind of the more fringe stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like it. You can start every every episode with legend has it. <laughs> Man, legend has it that there was a guy named Dash Rendar. <laughs> <laughs>
2: if you look closely, you can see his ship <laughs> in Canada.
0: Uh, and of course, uh, while you're checking out podcasts, go check out Star Wars Minute, uh, where, where Pete just finished uh, or, or is wrapping up The Phantom Menace this week.
2: Yeah, is that, uh, yeah, That's it's yeah. hard to, uh, much <laughs> like in this movie, I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around the timeline because right. <laughs> stuff that's airing now was, was recorded a while ago and processed, you know, last week, and uh, right. I don't know. You know, what, Rose uh, Byrne was in that. Was in?
1: Uh, Phantom Menace. She was She was one of the handmaidens. Was she? I, I think th- believe so. In it's the next thing. one, she is. She. This was.
0: Uh, oh, in Attack the Clones. Okay. Yeah, she's in Attack <gasps> the Clones. Okay. During the uh, the opening scene of it, the the, the uh, attempted assassination of
2: oh, is she the one that dies? Spoilers. We haven't started great. that movie yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, *Phantom Menace* had uh, uh, Kira Knightley was the main double, and Sophia Coppola's in there, and somebody else is in there too. I forgot. Yeah. Who. Um. And but yeah, movie. so they
0: just wrapped up *Phantom Menace*. Uh, God help you guys. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> you got two more of those. To get through. Uh, You got Attack at least Attack of the Clone switches up a lot. Um it's got a Mm -hmm. a lot going on. I feel like it it switches up just about every like two minutes or so. I feel like you're you're in something completely different. Like one minute it's one minute it's it's like the the weird like bodyguard love story, and then another minute it's like a neo-noir starring Obi-Wan Kenobi.
1: Um (laughs) it's kind of it kind of it's kind of like comparing D-Day to like the big red one.
2: Which but, you know uh, both are enjoyable in different ways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um. And then of course uh, the other podcasts in the Minute Family, uh, Indiana Jones Minute, Jaws Minute, Wrath of Khan Minute, and uh, coming soon, I think in I think next next month or June, like two right? weeks or yeah. something like that, Alien Minute. Yeah. Um. Which I've listened to the first episode of and was very good.
1: That's uh, dumb. that's really cool because I think that's a very underrated series. Yeah. So they're going to
0: do – they're doing Alien Minute. Um, The Wrath of Khan guys are really great too. I really like their show. And and obviously uh, Pete and and Alex were just on Indiana Jones Minute.
1: Have the Alien guys brought up if they're eventually going to cover Prometheus and Alien Covenant?
0: No, no. Because they just – they only did the – they've only done the first episode to like get the feed started. So the the show proper hasn't actually started yet.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. It's like the issue
2: zero. With yeah. that, you have to figure out what you know. Because are they going to do AVP and stuff like that, or yeah, right? MVP, like, we, um, yeah, right.
1: that would be part horrible.
0: To horrible cover minute by minute. Awesome. Um, um,
2: There's also I I don't. They're not a part of the family proper, but uh, I saw the other day somebody tagged us that they they had been doing a Mighty Ducks podcast and holy now shit. <laughs> well, they just switched it to minute format. Because they they saw that it was a thing. They had just been okay, they've been cool. talking about the Mighty Ducks movies like once a week or once a month or whatever. Wow. Um, I don't know if they just did that as a joke for one or if they kept up with it. But I, I want to go back and check that out because interesting
0: Mighty Ducks minute. Wow. Yeah. Um, I I like uh, you know what I it's very smart of Wrath of Con to only come out three times a week.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. We did yeah. that. We, we just wrapped up alphabetical, which is our uh alphabetical uh oh Beatles catalog covered, show yeah yeah coverage of the Beatles catalog 248 songs and since that was already kind of a I'm not going to call it a side project but you know we already had Star Wars Minute going so that mm-hmm. was we we scope kind of parsed that out so we knew it was only going to be usually three days a week sometimes two sometimes five but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys,
0: uh, you guys killed it over there. I don't, I don't know how you guys put out so much content so quickly, but I'm impressed.
2: uh, It's um, lack of sleep mostly, (laughs) tied in with I wasn't sleeping anyway because I have a, I have a now almost two year old daughter. So, oh okay, there you go. That's 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 a a way to keep that time productive.
0: (laughs) Um, a tortoise. uh, yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow with minute 32. Bye.
2: All right.